Welcome to the Love Anarchy Podcast in the Relationship Rebellion, where we get deep about love, relationships, and dating. We explore the facets of real conscious love. I'm Andrea Atherton, mindful love coach and psychotherapist, here today to bring you back to episode 10, but now in 2023, about terms and acronyms that we find in online dating and social media. It's always important to keep up on these because even as an older adult that you're not in the Z generation, it's still important because it's still going to pop up on dating profiles and conversations. So why not be in the know about these kind of terms and acronyms? If you want to go back to my episode in 2020, episode 10, where I talk about the popular acronyms and slang during that time. But I can tell you, I have so much fun in doing this kind of research. Before we get started, I'm going to share a little bit about my Mindful Love program for singles and couples. And if you are just struggling on your own to figure out what to do to bring that spice, the intimacy back into your relationship, or figure out what you need to do to attract better partners. After 26 years of psychotherapy and couples counseling, I found the blueprint to help with all that. Yes, you hear self-love, but I have the map to bring you to that place of attraction. If you're interested in knowing more, it's andreaatherton.com or you can find me down in the show notes. Listeners, pull up a chair, put your ear pods on, continue cleaning the house, or turn us up on your stereo. And without further ado, dating terms and acronyms you should know in 2023. So there continues to be a rise in online dating and social media usage. Imagine that. Anyways, more and more people especially after COVID, are relying on online to find their match. Either socially awkward or the Me Too movement has caused people to struggle to meet people and not feel creepy. Online is the way many people are going. And then with online is more acronyms and terminology and different behavior than if we met IRL in real life, which is also an acronym. There will be a few repeats from episode 10, but because they are coming up over and over again as I'm coaching clients. But listeners, if you find ones or stumble across one or know ones that I haven't heard about, please DM me. Send me a message on andreaatherton.com or send me a message on Love Anarchy Podcast on Facebook. Top 15 acronyms you need to know to be on social media and online dating. Number one, beige flags. I got to tell you, I heard this is popular on TikTok and a friend of mine told me about it. I didn't know a couple of weeks ago. Beige flags. 
You've heard of red flags and even green flags. And the red flags are huge warning signs to avoid starting a relationship with said person. So what the heck is a beige flag? This term refers to people who lack personality gaps. Or a beige flag indicates that a person may simply struggle to describe themselves in a profile. What I've heard is the biggest turnoff if somebody writes, well, I don't really like describing myself or ask me anything. Yawn, yawn, eye roll. Number two, I did mention in episode 10, but I felt like I needed to bring it up again. Breadcrumbing. Breadcrumbing is very popular right now. It's a dating term that refers to keeping barely enough contact to keep somebody holding on. Sometimes it's like a game. Let's see how little I can give someone and keep them holding on. It's quite similar to benching someone in episode 10. Essentially, it's a new term for stringing someone along. Bread crumbing is just keeping enough contact interest to keep that other person thinking there might still be a chance that the relationship will turn into something. Number three is casual relationship. Well, just like it sounds is what it is. It's when two people don't want anything serious, but they enjoy spending time together. Casual partners participate in date-like romantic activities without exclusivity or commitment. Although a casual relationship can turn into a long-term relationship, casual relationships are usually short-term, light-hearted partnerships. As with any relationship, communication is crucial for a casual connection. This can be a crossover with FWB, friends with benefits, but it often seems like the couple is together and they enjoy being with one another, but they don't see it going anywhere. Number four, cuffing. Handcuffs, optional. Some people pair up during the holidays, those short days, those winter months. This is known as cuffing or cuffing season. It's a concept that is two people who pair up to avoid feeling lonely on special occasions, such as Valentine's Day, Christmas, New Year's. Typically, these relationships are seasonal and end as soon as the big holidays cease. But just like in the movies where people try to do this, sometimes the relationships grow deeper, and the relationship ends up long-term. Hey, you never know. Number five, cushioning. It's a dating term that refers to staying in touch with one or more people. You have backup possibilities if your current relationship ends. Typically, cushioning is done by staying in touch with potential partners through casual exchanges and texting. This is often seen in emotionally unavailable people who know that eventually the relationship is going to come to an end, so they're just setting up their backdoor plan. Number six is the DM slide. 
actually, this has been pretty effective because it's almost like more personal because they're already friends. And you can play the long game and DM conversations. Here's an example, Ben and Sarah. Ben noticed Sarah's captivating photos on Instagram and decided to slide into her DMs. He sent polite messages complimenting her photos and expressing his interest in getting to know her better. The DM slide led to conversation and eventually they went on a date. Number seven. This one is new to me. It's called the DTR conversation. This conversation is about defining the relationship. Refers to the moment that a relationship where you discuss exactly what you want and where you are as a couple. In a casual relationship, friends with benefits? Or do you want to commit to something exclusive, cohesive, and serious? But the timing of the DTR conversation is very important. If you do try to define the relationship too soon, the other person might run the other way. If you wait too long to discuss exactly what the relationship is, both partners may be on totally different pages. One partner may have assumed it was an exclusive relationship while the other partner, only wanting a casual relationship, was seeing other partners the whole time. Let's listen to the story of Lisa and Mike. They've been seeing each other for a few months, but hadn't talked about where their relationship was headed. Lisa felt uncertain about their status. So one evening, she initiated the DTR conversation. They discussed their feelings and intentions, ultimately deciding to be exclusive and take their relationship to the next level. Number eight is freckling. Do you have skin that shows freckles when you spend a little time in the sun? This is inspired by that term, freckling, where your partner only seems to want a relationship when the weather has long days and is warm. Then in the cooler months, that person disappears. Freckling is the opposite of cuffing when people want relationships during the winter months and the holidays. Number nine is the acronym GGG. Uh, yes, I had to look this one up. GGG is an acronym for good, giving, and game. This is qualities of a good sexual partner. With giving means giving equal time to them and their sexual partner as well as equal pleasure. Game is being open to trying new things that please their partner. So if you see the GGG, that's often what it means. But we found that it can mean other things like good guy Greg. This is a Reddit term that refers to someone who does nice things but doesn't broadcast it for attention. This refers to a classy guy who is humble and doesn't need appreciation, but is just a good person. And as I researched this, there's also a boxer, GGG. I can't pronounce his name, though. Next one is groundhogging, number 10. 
Groundhogging refers to someone who gravitates toward the same type of romantic partners all the time, yet expects a different outcome. Boy, doesn't that describe you and many other people. If you find yourself winding up with the same toxic relationships or repeating the same harmful patterns, it may be time to call in some professional backup, like me, relationship coach, or other professional that can help you sort out this unconscious pattern. Kitten fishing is number 11. It seems more and more common. And we've developed a tolerance for it. Kitten fishing is misrepresenting yourself in an online portfolio with tiny inaccuracies from lies about your physical appearance to stretching the truth about other aspects of your life. It is important to avoid kitten fishing. How can you trust someone who will lie maybe a little bit on their dating profile. Some examples of this is you weigh 180 pounds and you put 170 pounds on your profile. Or you use old pictures of yourself where you were thinner, younger. And another way is stating you want a relationship because you're going to get more matches from women. Another way to be dishonest is omitting things. Maybe that you have young children or that you were recently divorced. It may appear harmless, but it's best to represent yourself with honesty and integrity. This one's new to me. Number 12. Left on red, not R-E-D like on other social media. Left on R-E-A-D. Have you ever sent a text message and noticed that your date or partner saw it but never replied? This is known as left unread. Did they see it, not want to reply? Are they talking to other people and can't be bothered? Or are they playing games with me? Also, you got to check in with yourself. Are they busy at work? Fubbing, another term that's new to me. Number 13, is there anything more annoying than going on a date for your partner only to stare at their phone the entire time? And have you ever been on a date where they look at everything but you and seem so disinterested in the conversation? This is a disrespectful, irritating habit that has a name now, fubbing. While it can be unconscious and people may look at their phone out of nervousness and not wanting to look directly at their date, it's still no good. And watch out if you are doing it too. Number 15 is pocketing. So pocketing refers to a person who keeps a relationship secret. This is by not announcing their partner to their family, friends, or important people in their lives. Even if you've been dating for months, a pocketer will keep your relationship out of any kind of spotlight by never mentioning you to the family and avoiding any posts on social media. 
In some cases, it's a simple mistake. But if it bothers you, bring it up to your partner and have a discussion about it. Here's an example. Peter and Sarah. Peter noticed that Sarah would always want to come over his place. They lived a couple towns away from one another. They were dating for a few months, and every family gathering, Sarah would go alone, and Peter was never invited. Peter got nervous that he may be pocketed, and he sat down and had a discussion with her. Peter found out that Sarah had several roommates and didn't want him to come hang out at her place. And as for the family, there was some delicate things going on with one of the family members having cancer. And a lot of this discussion and focus has been on that. And she didn't want Peter to come in during that time to meet her family. Number 15, roaching. I think I mentioned this on episode 10, but it's worth repeating. Think about if you see one cockroach, it probably means there's a hundred more that you don't see. And the same with online dating roaching. This term refers to disrespectful and untruthful people who date a new partner while secretly sleeping around with other people. If the new partner realizes what's going on and confronts the roacher, they will deny accountability by claiming they didn't realize it was monogamous and they weren't seeing other people. Oftentimes, this is before DTR, discussing the relationship, happens. Well, there we go. The 15 out of 30, so part one of acronyms and slang terms with online dating. I hope you enjoyed it and got educated on some. I always love doing this one because there's always new terms coming out of the woodwork like the cockroaches. Thank you for listening in with us on the Love Anarchy Podcast and the Relationship Rebellion, where we get deep about love, relationships, and dating, and we go deeper into the facets of what real conscious love is. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart because I know you have a myriad of podcasts in which you can choose from. Tell your friends about the podcast so they can listen too. And don't forget, please ring the bell, subscribe, leave feedback. It supports us so very much. And if you want to become part of the Love Anarchy community, you can find us, Love Anarchy Podcast, on Facebook. Go ahead and find my Mindful Love program at andreaatherton.com and sign up for a 30-minute call with me and find your number one obstacle to love. I'm going to leave you with my favorite short but sweet quote, love is the only true power.